All right. Welcome to episode five of the Wilkes-Barre Connect Conference uh, podcast. Uh, very excited. This is going to be a great one. We're going to be uh, having a few guests on in the next uh, hour, which we're really excited about, um, some of which we're good friends with and uh, um, excited about what what it, what is a, what is ahead of us as uh, all three um, of our guests will be uh, pitching tonight. Uh, live on stage um, at our Connect Conference uh, in partnership with Ben Franklin, Technology Partners, and the Times Leader. So we're very excited. And we're kicking off. Uh, can't start any better than having Jen and Sarah from Studio B. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Joe. Happy to be here. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> very quiet. <laughs> well, it's all that meditation. <laughs> all that meditation. Well, that's a perfect lead in. Tell me everything I need to know about Studio B. Everything. Well, <laughs> let's see. Um, Studio B, uh, we specialize in corporate mindfulness training, um, which is really an interesting space to be in. Um, it's an emerging market uh, that we identified as being really important in 2019 and beyond um, for a lot of different reasons. But uh, we feel that our solutions are extremely impactful to organizations, um, and we're just really passionate about our work. So we launched in January of this year, so it's been kind of a wild ride mm-hmm. <laughs> over the last 11 months, for sure. Yeah, I, f- I feel like you were in, um, in to see us like 10 years ago. It feels like it's been going on forever, but it's like when you look at it, I'm like, wow, no. Yeah, yeah. that come, was June. We forget. Yeah. 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 It's easy to that lose. That was June. So I went to breakfast with Tara that morning. Yeah. And I was like, Tara, I'm, I need some money. <laughs> I need some help. How do I do this? Because she's like the only other person I know that's busier than me. She's insane. Yeah. She is insane. Absolutely. Yeah. In the nicest way possible, Tara, if you're Yes, we love you, Tara. (laughs) And then Tara grabbed you. And we sat that morning. And that's when things really started shifting forward in a really um, rapid, at a rapid pace for us. um, Because, uh, you know, the work you're doing is so important for our community Mm -hmm. and for startups and um, especially in the technology sector. Um, so it's really been incredibly helpful. Well, we appreciate that. And I think we, we say we're as strong as our partners and that's, yeah. you know, the, the biggest thing with connect is we don't have the solution, but our network does. Right. And that's right. what we pride right. ourselves on. And one of the first, when you talk about technology, one of the first people we introduced you to was Ken Krapke yep. and Ben Franklin, who uh, will be introducing <laughs> you now tonight. And, um, you had a chance to be a part of Venture Idol and I'm dying to know what was, what was your experience like? It's 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 quite interesting down there. <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it was something that we. It was in our view, but we, you know, we had just gotten out of the Ben Franklin process, so we were just welcomed into the portfolio in like late September, and we're so excited about that. They've been just incre- an incredible resource for us as a young company. Um, but we were really head down, you know, the, all of September managing through that, all of October working on our pricing models, mm-hmm. uh, trying to onboard customers, especially in anticipation of kicking off 2020 strong. Um, so we kind of knew it was there, but we were kind of like just set it aside. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, 
you know, we here had here we were. <laughs> and so um it's hard to juggle that. I think as a CEO, like as a new CEO, um, founder, entrepreneur with a young, small, I mean, we're all doing 25, 30 different jobs every day. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that has been my biggest challenge personally is just trying to navigate um, the financial strength of the company, navigating networking and you know meeting new people and talking about the company and then also running a business, keeping mm-hmm. up with our clients. I'm still teaching a lot of the coursework. We're still doing a lot of content development. So it's, um, we, we talk to our clients all the time about integration mm-hmm. and how like balance is out the window, like it doesn't exist anymore, mm-hmm. right? And that's why they need us. Yeah. And it's so true because we're living it. And um, I find that if I take a, you know, my, my, I practice meditation for 24 minutes every morning. And I find that if I take that time in the morning, it sets the stage for the rest of the day and things will really unfold in a way that's manageable. Um, and that's the beauty of it because work and life and kids and husbands and, you know, mm-hmm. everything, um, it all has to kind of move uh, serendipitously, you know, or because it, it's always when you get you stop and and you feel like you have to do one versus the other that things feel less spacious and more restrictive if that makes sense absolutely and i i know i know lindsey griffin from from our team has has gone through and been a part of of one of your programs and yeah i think after today and tomorrow i think the whole team is gonna have to come in right at some point i think we're just gonna block a couple days yes (laughs) we'll have north slope down in the basement come down and 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 be a part of it and i no i think you touched on a couple uh things uh one i actually i i see dr dale in the back there um yeah i'm I'm, yeah wave um who will be speaking tonight and we talked about you know in the entrepreneurial world you know you get so focused on different things and you try to do everything and it's impossible yeah and so you really need to have that strong network have those resources have that support and, um, you know, for us, um, you know, at Connect, we try to do that. And so I'm so happy that you got into the Ben Franklin technology portfolio. That's a great, great, like out of the shoot, like so yeah. excited and yeah. and where we're going. But I, I want to take a turn because I think what I love that I want to highlight the most is I, I think, first of all, what you're doing is so needed. It's in this world that we're living in now, tech driven, like you can't. You just can't stop and, and you mm-hmm. you have to find that balance. Yeah. And I think providing that. But I, I just love this mindset that you're bringing here and have brought here for a long time. And, you know, we were fortunate people to get a chance to hear you at our Spotlight series. Yeah. About a month ago. Oh, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how inspirational it was. It was amazing. It was like. Thank you. When when we like set out of like what we want our speakers to be like you like literally like this is what we're going to send them this is what it has to be and I-, I would love for you to talk about because what what i love even something as doing the 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 river uh, the riverfront yoga mm-hmm. that you're down there on saturdays you know, yeah. talk about the importance of getting involved in the community and what you do and just uh, of that whole well-being of, of just being part of this community right i i see wellness as as an ecosystem really and I think that there's a lot of personal responsibility, right? So the person, you have to actually do the work. You have to show up and you have to take care of yourself. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. Mindfulness just being one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I also see these other spheres of, of wellness being absolutely critical for a person to feel um, that they have access to taking care, better care of themselves and their families. And one is the community. Mm-hmm. You know, the community has to, we, or society, society, we have to take care of each other and we have to take care of the people that aren't able to take care of themselves. Absolutely. So we need to take care of kids. We need to take care of senior citizens, veterans, people in caregiving roles throughout society, you know, social workers, teachers, nurses, our police officers and firefighters, our veterans. Um, and so there's this there's this role um, it, with government, our, our cities, our uh, communities have to be informed and understand uh, who those pockets of people are that don't have access, which in our community, it's a lot. It's, a lot. Mm-hmm. it's most people, right? Most people can't, we'll just take yoga as an example. Most people can't afford to drop into a yoga class and pay $20 for a class, right? For one hour, especially like the single moms out there. They, they just can't do it, right? Yeah. So Somebody has to kind of step up, and and I, you know, feel very strongly that that we could all step up, right? It's not just me. It's not just the mayor or Luzerne County or the state of Pennsylvania or the federal. You know, everybody has to say, okay, I want to be part of a better world for my kids, for my grandchildren, for our families, and 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 then there's this other sphere of responsibility, and for me, that's really institutional. Right. So if you if you see these three spheres kind of moving together um, and institutions, I mean, schools, uh, companies, um, you know, the, the local, the YMCA, you know, they're doing their part. But businesses in particular, we're spending a lot of time working. Yeah. And in the digital age we're in working from home, you know, this idea of what I mentioned before of you know, we've got to find a way to integrate work and home in a healthier way. And if, if we're providing services like mindfulness, services like yoga that are accessible at work or at school for our kids, for our teachers, um, things do kind of open up a bit, right? Because then there's responsibility there. Mm-hmm. If a company is going to require their employees to always be on, to be t- accepting email, to be, you know, taking texts, to be doing work outside of working hours, then they better give them the tools that they need to be able to manage the stress that comes along with that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And we're failing them if we're not. And so I really emphasize that point because I never go into a room talking to businesses where they don't understand that. And, and you bring up such an important point because, I, you know, you – we had a great uh, session earlier with Pat Endler from Borton Lawson and uh, Mara Smith from Pepper Jam. Right. And they talked about building a successful culture within right. their organization. And you see a lot of these exercises. I, I could, you know, remember going up in Pepper Jam and they, you know, would have their book clubs and they just they they found a way to really take care of each other. They were a family mm-hmm. and you see that 
you know, fingerprints all throughout Port and Lawson right now that they're doing it. So I love to, you know, people say, oh, we let our employees wear jeans on Friday. I'm like, okay, that's not, right. it doesn't do anything. Right. There's so much more. And I think what you talk about is just, it's so needed. It, it, it's such it, a critical Yeah, component. it's so needed. And, and the healthier we get at work, the healthier we are at home, the more, you know, when we start feeling better and taking care of ourselves, we're kinder. There's more compassion and empathy. There's less blame. Mm -hmm. So I really do feel that these practices, and they're very simple. We teach evidence-based, scientifically-backed methods and practices that anybody could learn. You could practice in five to ten minutes, you know, throughout the day. Three minutes even is really impactful. And they're very transformative, and they ripple out. And they change people's lives. And I've witnessed this over the last decade, you know, teaching in the Valley, um, you know, being in communities all over the world, really, where these practices change people's lives. Yeah, and I was going to say, you're not just local. I mean, talk about where right. you are and, and where you anticipate even going even further. Right. Well, it's interesting. I mean, we're really focused on local. We, mm -hmm. We're headquartered in Wilkes-Barre. Mm -hmm. We believe that we could grow a global company in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. And we believe along with that, we could bring high quality, high paying jobs to the area, to our community. Um, when I moved back here, it was, I think it's going to be 13 years in April. I was raised in Hazleton mm -hmm. and I moved back 13 years ago. And you know, I wasn't sure if it was going to work out. Like, I just really wasn't sure. And my husband's firm is here. And, you know, it became really obvious early on that, you know, if I was going to be here, if I was going to live here, I was going to certainly make an impact here. Yep. And make it a better community for my kids to grow up in. Um, so I'm really committed to that. And I I believe that Studio B could could grow here. I think we have the resources and the network of support in order to do that. We have um, resources all over the world, like you mentioned. Um, I studied mindfulness in London. I have a huge network in Europe. Um, my teacher, her name is Sarah Powers and Ty Powers, her husband, their institute is called the Insight Yoga Institute. She's uh, originally from Northern California, but is li lives between London and um, and uh, Spain, she's in Mallorca, Mallorca, yeah, she's in Mallorca. And uh, so we have access to hundreds and hundreds of teachers all over the globe um, that are highly qualified, very highly experienced, at least 10 years of experience we require uh, from, our, from our teachers. Many of them have their PhDs, their, you know, many of them are psychotherapists and psychologists, doctors. Um, so you know, for me personally, as somebody that, you know, I worked in corporate sales, I suffered from burnout, mm -hmm. I left a very high paying job and I committed, I dedicated my life to yoga and meditation and contemplative practices. And in the last 12 years of doing that, you know, I've sat in silence next to these teachers. I formed relationships with my sangha. Um, when you share experiences like that with people, uh, they trust you. Yeah. And, you know, what I noticed, um, part of the reason why this business plan came together so beautifully is that some of these teachers, like, have never worked in business. They have no idea how to, you know, establish themselves or get work. And they're high, uh, brilliant people. 
and I, what I'm good at <laughs> is sales. I'm good, yeah. I'm a good teacher too, but, but I'm really a good salesperson and I love business. Like I love solving problems and being creative and working in a team. And, you know, I, I like that part of it. So when I saw all these brilliant people and this giant gaping hole of a need out there, I mean, the next logical step was to put those two pieces together. Together. And you yeah. truly found your passion. This is, you, you could you could just tell. Like, as soon as you sit down, you're yeah. like, this is going to be amazing. I can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I love just, it. I yeah, love I, it. Um, huge fan. And, and, and we're so excited. You're a partner with the Chamber as well. And we look forward yeah. to continuing to grow and, and, and help with our network to expand yours. We're so excited, you know, for two things. So real quick, one, um, for our companies out there, businesses, how can they get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, well, our website is a great place to start. Uh, we just went through a huge uh, new website development launch. It's uh, Meet Your Center, www.meetsyourcenter.com. And please just email or call. Um, we'd love to help. Absolutely. And they could always contact Connect or the Chamber as yeah, well. And we absolutely. continue to make introductions because we see what you can do to make such incredible impact on this community. And Thank it's you. all about enhancing quality of life. That's what this Connect Conference has been all about, of making sure that we could all come together, no matter your industry, your background, no matter what, that we're all in this together. Yes. And we're going to do this together. And I, I say the same thing that you do. You know, I, I'm raising a daughter um, here, and I want to give her the best in the world. Absolutely. And I go to bed at night. You know, thinking about it and wake up in the morning thinking about it. And I think, you know, um, it's it's about time all of us start to get together and pull together our resources and, and, and do what's best. And just excited. I'm so glad you're a part of our Connect network, our team. We absolutely love you. You yes. bought your way into our hearts with beer as well. If you heard anything <laughs> about our previous podcast um a nice little donation to the think center but no we we truly appreciate we look forward um to tonight it's yeah, gonna me be too. a great night hey it's gonna go better than adventure idol by the way i think so. it's gonna go better <laughs> um ian's having some drinks over there with the Mar american paper bag so i think he's right on course where he's ready to go tonight but no we're, we're so proud of all the work you're doing Thank so you. proud that you're from this area representing this area the right way and we look forward to next year coming back and you're totally dominating awesome thank you so much All for right. having us joe we really appreciate it thanks again jen and sarah for studio b look forward thanks, to tonight joe. yes me too thank Bye. you all right now we're excited uh next guest in episode five uh someone who we're somewhat familiar with since we just spoke to a little bit earlier today uh, our friend said funches from school said welcome back Great to be here once again. This is great. We're, we're excited because not only um, were you on our podcast this morning, not only are you speaking in about half hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to get you out of here soon. So, yeah, um, I was looking at that. You're going to pitch tonight, too. I am. And I have to throw this out at you, but you're actually the first um, company not from Pennsylvania to be involved in our pitch. Oh, wow. That's so great. we're excited and can't wait to see you up on that stage. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we had some great conversations uh, this morning and I've gotten a lot more insight with, uh, you know, some of the local uh, issues and problems and just the people who are on the ground trying to trying to make it happen. So I'm actually looking forward to it. This is going to be great. Well, I tell you what, I guarantee um, 
that after folks hear you at 3.30 today, and if they don't hear you at 3.30, if they see you tonight at the dinner, we'll have at least 200 people there again. That board that we've got out there, that vision board for you is going to be just filled up. Uh, I already saw some folks signed up. They want to be a part of what you're doing. I appreciate it. I think that's just me nonstop talking about you. So (laughs) I think that has something to do with it too. So thank you for being the hype man that everyone deserves. Well, I tell you what, um, when we put a lineup out like uh, Jen, and if you got a chance to to, to hear Jen in Studio B, what she does is just – um, she brought the house down in our spotlight series for a woman's entrepreneur uh, series last month. Amazing, passionate, mm-hmm. smart. Um, and she said she could sell and she can sell. And so yeah. we love where she's going. Of course, you're going to hear from American Paper Bag as well tonight, who was literally our the, the birth of Connect You're right is, right. is through American Paper Bag. That's and awesome. it was our first. Um, story, and we'll we'll chat about with Ian how um, the the bad breaks of um, being the first coworker in our think space where we only had I think four chairs, and that was <laughs> it. No coffee, no water, no anything. You were on yeah. your own. Yeah, I've uh, seen pictures. It looks it looks a little bit more advanced. Than we, that, yeah, though. we've we, we've upgraded. Well, if you keep giving us beer, Dan and I start to just <laughs> add starts, a Pac Man <laughs> machine shows up, and couches show up, and. Um, the accounting office is coming over trying to figure out what's happening. It's, um, and, and I, I, I have to be very honest. Uh, you know, lots of wonderful discussions, but every now and again, I glance over at growlers everywhere and I'm like, all right, that's what they do in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Welcome to Northeastern Pennsylvania. <laughs> Let's fix the city. All yeah. right, gentlemen. <laughs> Boom, <laughs> drop that. Well, I, I just look at, you know, uh, Studio B, American Paper Bag, and now schooled yeah. on this stage. Unbelievable unbelievable the talent that's going to be up there um you know you talk about global presence that's that's what comes to mind when when you hear so what are your expectations tonight what are you thinking what's going through your head you ready you know i actually i am and uh you know i brought a friend along a moby who's going to be able to tell the side of from an athlete's perspective because i think what's that's been missing is you're hearing from a lot of organizations or companies prescribing what the answer should be and, you know, I came across Amobi um, probably about a year and a half ago. And Amobi was uh, retired, uh, semi-retired, you know, kind of looking for a way to get back in. And one of the days we were just kind of chatting and I was like, oh, that's very interesting. You're, he was like, you know, there's no training for athletes who are free agents. There's no there's nothing out there to essentially get you ready to get back in the game or, hey, you have to play overseas. Mm -hmm. There's no training on any of that. So you're basically learning on the fly. And what I've really seen is just having an athlete be able to tell it from their perspective of here's the value of this. You know, so we'll I'll let a lead and then I'll come in with schooled and say, this is the application. This is the reason why I'm approaching things in this manner is this is truly from an athlete's perspective of imagine if every day instead of just doing two a days and working out and conditioning i actually had something that could teach me how i'm going to manage the next check or how am i going to manage the next negotiation mm-hmm. what does the next terms mean oh there's a new cba what does that mean for me there just needs to be something there that was missing in that space so I, i'm excited to actually bring that dialogue to as i as i mentioned before we're trying to expand the dialogue it's been too one way and prescriptive and you should have learned this and you know let's get everyone talking about it and and hopefully we can we can bring new light and new partners to the the problem i I think it's great and i think it's 
it's a great segue for us too with pitch because you know we talk about our network we try to talk it up right hey mm-hmm. we've got this network we'll, we'll provide um it's great to see you know ian in american paper bag come through and be that kind of a moby for us to say mm-hmm. yeah well here's what we couldn't find this is where we struggled in other areas to find the resources but here's what Wilkes-Barre was able to do. Right. And I, I think there's something powerful to that of having that combination. So I love you guys together. Um, we got a chance to get to know Moby a little bit more. We That's were, great. Did some That's Zoom fantastic. and some you know, emails, but to finally have him up, we had him at the Think Center, and he was playing Pac-Man. Oh, was By it? the way, he absolutely That's was. That's awesome. Um, so uh, we're excited to have him here. We're excited to see you tonight. Yes. And yes. I think for us um, – you know, I look forward to what's to come and and truly mean that. Um, we're so excited to see you on that pitch stage tonight. Can't wait to see you in action. It's going to be amazing. I hope so. I hope I don't let everybody down. You're with, not uh, going to let us down. You're going to be great. After duds. <laughs> so, um, we, again, we appreciate your time. We're going to let you get going here Absolutely. so you can get ready because you've got multiple presentations to do. I do. I just realized <laughs> how much I actually have to do. But uh, no, I did my prep work earlier. Uh, we were actually in uh, the main room mm-hmm. um, talking and telling a few jokes. But I thought it wise for me to maybe plug my computer in and see if it actually works. So yeah. I think that that helped me. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, you know, school is something that I'm very passionate about. Mm-hmm. And the more people that I interact with, the more individuals that I talk to, the more I see how valuable something like this is. And that's really why I kind of came full circle with you. And I just said, yeah, I need a better plan to get resources to actually pull all this off. And, you know, it's not about getting rich. It's about helping people. Exactly. I love that. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. But <laughs> all right. Next time is... I'm going to tell you it's about getting rich. And so let's figure that out. <laughs> uh, thanks again for taking time out. Absolutely. Said we really appreciate it. We look forward to your presentation at 3.30, but then also to the big one up on stage for Pitch Live, you and Amobi. And uh, excited. Thank you so much. Seth. Sounds good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome back to episode five of the Wilkes-Barre Connect conference podcast <laughs> yeah i've had a north slope so um people are gonna be wondering what north slope is they're just adding on to this advertisement um but no we're excited to to have our our friend uh up here in mobia kogu who's joining us uh live in the podcast chair now and uh excited to have you in northeastern pennsylvania so welcome yeah thank you for having me it's been a pleasure so, uh, said uh, as you know, said and I have spoke multiple times today. We continue <laughs> to talk, um, and he got to tease a little bit about the work that you guys do together. So, um, tell us um, first of all, uh, um, amazing history. So, just because you played for the Philadelphia Union, correct? Yeah. That's all we need to know. You're built for Philadelphia, even though you went to UCLA, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll still welcome him back to Philadelphia, um, but um, I think. You add that perspective that said talks about from the athlete perspective and what you've gone through and 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 to tell that side of it. So I want to know about the work you do with Frugal Athlete, what that means, how it started, and and where you're at today with it. No, thank you. So essentially, a Frugal Athlete is an online media platform where we try to promote prudent financial practices, smart career decisions amongst professional athletes and student athletes. I started it around three years ago after I saw the ESPN 30 for 30 broke documentary. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've always been curious from the business and finance perspective, you know, how people made their money, 
um, like what the owners did to, you know, own a team. Um, so from the athlete perspective, being an athlete myself, I wanted to find role models um, that I could kind of aspire to be. Um, playing soccer in the States, uh, we, we don't get compensated like a LeBron James <laughs> or a Kobe Bryant or a Tom Brady. So um, after I saw the 30 for 30 broke documentary, I wanted I was like on a search to find athletes, you know, I can model myself after. What I kept finding were, you know, the upper echelon athletes that have the capital to do things or more athletes like the 30 for 30 model um, that unfortunately, um, you know, fell to financial uncertainty mm -hmm. and stressful situations. So that's why I started a frugal athlete, just try to promote um, athletes that I could kind of use myself as role models and go from there. Uh, it's great. And I think, yeah, for every for every circumstance where, you know, whether there's uh, the, the player himself, the, the team around them, the family around them. Um, like I always think of uh, the, the Bobby Bonilla contract <laughs> where he's still getting paid for the Mets or um, what Allen Iverson's team did for him with his re last Reebok contract of holding that until he turned, I think, what, 40. And then it started to add some annual um, um, income back for him uh, just to protect him. There's almost this 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 retirement fund for him. You know, for all those great stories like that, there's so many bad stories like broke on 30 for 30. You hear about these amazing athletes on top of the world and less than a few years later, it's it's bottomed out. So I, I love that it's just kind of sparked that passion in you and, and, and doing what you're doing for the last couple of years. And, you know, I, I'm interested to know how did how did you end up then meeting said? How did that relationship happen and where did that so the power the power of connections and I uh, shameless plug because obviously the connect conference yeah. but um, the power of connections uh, said knows a couple people that I know um, he saw what I was doing and you know he had schooled um, just in the back of his mind mm -hmm. um, he had the product but he didn't have any way to kind of release it to the masses and um, we got to talking and you know he sold me on his vision and I was like all right perfect this is a perfect way to kind of collaborate and give um, the people we help something to onboard you know I saw a movie um, sorry, saw a documentary. Okay. But after that, what happens? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we have speakers that come in, but after that, what happens? So with school platform, it allows, um, when I go to workshops or speaking engagements, um, to give someone or the students or athletes an onboarding process. Yeah. And, and I, and I think, you know, you said the word help and help and help. And I think said, continue to say that this morning. And I think that's what I love. Um, you know, what you're trying to do, you heard from some of our um, presenters that are going to be up on the stage tonight and, and, and what they do. And, and I always go back to Jen and, and, and Studio B and just it's about helping and, and community pride. And it goes back to the theme of what Dr. Dale talked about this morning. It's about helping and, and providing those resources. And I think it's so, you know, world works in mysterious ways. Right. And you and really said found each other and somehow that we have all now found each other. And um, I loved opening the door just now and seeing you and said and Julie Annixter, uh, the mastermind of all of this. The master um, connector. Oh, yeah. Julie <laughs> has pulled Dan in so far now. It's 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 poor Dan. Um, and um, and to see uh, Ashley out there. And it's just, you know, I, I've, I've had it been asked 10 times today. How did you find these people? And I'm like, I met Julie. <laughs> and then, you know, I had this amazing opportunity and, and I think I just want to commend you for um, taking a leap with us coming out here 
and being a part of this. I'm so happy to see you last night at the welcome reception. Uh, I totally admitted to everybody that you were playing Pac-Man last <laughs> night because you totally were. Yeah, I was. Um, but I'm I'm interested, you I'm know. Try to get your high score, by the way. Uh, well, you're it. never going to do that because, um, well, my score definitely you could beat. Um, but Matt Bickert, our accountant, who has memorized Pac-Man from back in the '80s, still has it in his mind and has a ridiculously high score that no one will ever come close to. He's ruined the game for everybody. So. All right, add a pop. Of Matt Bickert ruined the game. <laughs> I'm just going to say that again. Um, yeah, we'll pop shot next uh, is next. So I, I just want to get I know you obviously you, you, you played out here for a while, but what's your impression coming out here in northeastern Pennsylvania? What, what has it been like? I know you've only been here for about 24 hours, but, you know, you got a chance to see some of the panelists today. Some of our entrepreneurs uh, meet some of the students. What, what are your impressions? No, I have positive impressions. Um, you know, so when we were like doing the logistics, I was like, all right, fly to Philly figure out how to, and then I realized, oh, it's, we're not really that close to Philly. Yeah. So understanding, you know, coming from a smaller community, I was born in Sacramento, or raised in Sacramento. Um, so it, it gives me similar vibes. It gives mm -hmm. me that homey feel where everyone's, you know, welcoming, proud to be here, which is what I realized from the earlier, you know, yeah. presenters, like everyone's really proud to be here where some people coming from other cities, they, you know, tend to hide that fact. So I really like that. Um, if I can compare it to where I'm from, you mm -hmm. know, people are proud to be there. Um, and it's almost underrated in the sense of, yes, we have great ideas similar to Wilkes-Barre. We have a lot of great ideas from the people I've met, even the young students and like their aspirations. Um, but it, sometimes it doesn't get noticed. So for you guys to create this platform to kind of give them the springboard to, you know, reach their aspirations, it's, mm -hmm. it's just amazing to see. Well, and, and, and I tell you what, to have... Um, I don't know if you noticed last night, some of our design students, which I think you finally got a chance to meet today, Abby, uh, Shawnee, and, uh, they were like huddled around trying to like, they were hovering around you last night. I was like, just go and say hello. <laughs> and they refused to do it. And they're like, he left. I was like, well, he was here for like two hours. <laughs> um, but I, I saw them get a chance to, to connect with you today. And I think that's what we're excited about. And I think um, to have someone of your level of talent and drive and energy here is is amazing. Um, said is just he's other level. Yeah. Um, said I literally feel like I've known him for thirty years. Um, but the impact you're having on those students, like I've witnessed those students talking to you and then walking away, just like taken back. So I want you to know that you know the impact that you're making coming here has been tremendous. We're excited that you're here. I tell people all the time, one of these kids are going to give me a job. So um, for, <laughs> yeah. for them to be excited, I'm, I'm just as excited and I'm able to learn from them. You know, they have a different sense of things, you know, looking at, you know, whether it's digital marketing, mm -hmm. media, different things. So to get pick their brain and, uh, you know, connect with them on LinkedIn, connect with them. It, it's it's a pleasure for me. Excellent. Well, I, and I tell you what, so will we see you up on the stage tonight? Yes, I, I will. I, I will be on stage. I've been trying to avoid it, you know. But, <laughs> you have been. You have been. <laughs> but I'll, I'll get on stage and, you know, say my, say my spill. Yeah, it's, it's going to be easy. We're going to have like 7,000 people there. So, no. No, we're – I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hold up. <laughs> no, we, we, we're excited that you're going to get up there. And um, I think, um, again, I said it in each of the, the, the previous um, discussions in this episode that – 
the talent that's going to be up there with you and Sad and with Jen and Sarah, and then you talk about, um, well, no, well, now that Ian's not going to be up there, it's even more powerful that Ryan's up there. <laughs> so we're just kind of next level. So I- I'm super excited to see you up there. Um, what can we expect? Are you just going to just, I'm just going to tell my story, uh, share a little bit about a frugal athlete and, um, you know, kind of let said, you know, do his thing. He's more energetic and, um, uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. To be honest, it's been a, it's been a real pleasure. Well, it's it's the pleasure's been all ours. We're so excited that you're here. We're looking forward to tonight. Um, it's going to be a great pitch night, hosted by Ben Franklin Technology Partners and uh, our friends at the Times Leader. So, looking forward to uh, Studio B. We're looking forward to American Paper Bag, and we're going to have school with a little frugal athlete yeah, mixed little, in there. Just a little, touch. just a little touch. <laughs> so. We're excited. So, Amobi, thank you so much for joining us. Nah, we look forward to seeing you in a little over an hour up on that stage. No pressure. No pressure. There thank you, you so much. Welcome back to Episode 5 of the Wilkes-Barre Connect Conference podcast. Uh, we are now joined by our third guest and third participant in the pitch competition tonight, our good friend and original co-worker at the Think Center. Ian Robson of American Paperback. Ian, welcome. Hello. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Ian. Good night. Good luck tonight. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Enjoy the North Slope. So, well, you totally ruined my opening before, but I'm still going to say it. Um, I had heard that you were like a fine wine at the Venture Idol, that as it went on, maybe a drink or two, you loosened up and it felt a little bit better. So that's why we put a little North Slope out for you. Just to get you ready for your presentation tonight. Is that gonna is am I on the right path? Well, it's wine in Lehigh Valley and beer the further north you go, I think then. That's what it is? Yeah. Is Ryan shaking his head behind us? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Say no. Okay. Well, I we, we just mentioned previously we had um the amazing said Funches on here and we talked about um what I love to say is um you know, you're our Moby. That's the new thing we're gonna say, right? It, you know, we talk about connect and what we could do. Um, you literally came here when Connect was like literally being tied together. Uh, we we haven't even had a website. We didn't even have anything, and uh, you came walking in the door. So, tell us, you know, kind of how the heck you ended up in Wilkes-Barre. Well, I had the the very good chance of being able to start a, a, a business, and what we do is obviously we make paper bags. We were able to tie down, uh, well, I was able to tie down before I even had a company, an exclusive agreement to make a very special kind of paper bag in North America. So when I got this and it was right, okay, I've got this opportunity now, what what do I do with it? So the first thing I looked around at where I could possibly have a factory. And I wanted to do it on the East Coast at the start because it's close to major markets and also for the time difference from Europe, because obviously I'm European, our machinery is European, my family's European, um, and just for a communication point of view, it, with a six hours time difference, if we went out to California, it's nine hours time difference. It's impossible to work with manufacturers on the phone, that kind of thing. So I had, you look at the map and you think it's the Northeast, that's where there's a very big population. So where I wanted to go somewhere outside of the, the normal commuter zones. So when you look around, you've got New York, Philly, you've got these areas in this area up up in Northeast or Eastern Pennsylvania, let's say. And the, the three I kept on coming back to were Scranton, Wilkesbury, and uh, Lehigh Valley. So I organized, uh, I sent a few emails out um, and then I, I organized a trip over where I flew into Chicago and I slowly drove across back over to New York. 
looking at different areas and also um, speaking to potential customers. And you were the first guys to answer the email. Um, when I came, I originally, Wilkesbury was the bottom of my list from everywhere I was. By the looking. way, you might have been literally the first and only email that we got. There you go. Side note. There you are. Well, well done <laughs> replying like, to that then. Yeah. yeah. So we, um, I, I looked at it and, and genuinely Wilkesbury was at the bottom of my list. Because at the time, four years ago, five, four years, was it four? Yeah. 2016. Yeah. Three and a bit, three and a half. What, 27 now? Yeah. 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 So four so, years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, it didn't come over very well on, on Google. And that's basically where I did all my research was just Googling areas. And, and Wilkesbury came across very badly at the time. Um, I haven't Googled it recently. I should do to see what's different. I'm sure it's fantastic. Now. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. So, so it didn't come over very well. So it was bottom of the list. Uh, Scranton was number two and Lehigh Valley was number one. So originally my plan was to visit here on the Wednesday, uh, Scranton on the Thursday and Lehigh Valley on the Friday. And then I, I had hotel bookings all over Lehigh Valley all weekend to look at schools, to look at where to live for me uh, and, and to try and convince my family that that was the right place to go. I came on to, to you guys on the Wednesday uh, you had already lined up for me in the same meeting. You had Ken O'Krebke from Ben Franklin. Um, you had already contacted and been in touch with uh, Robert Watts from the Governor's Action Team. Uh, you already had a load of things lined up that, you know, what we could do. And you guys had already done your research on me as well, which is quite interesting. So I got a lot for you. You drove me around, showed me some areas. I thought this was great. Fantastic. Um, Scranton replied to my emails three weeks after I returned. So I didn't even go to Scranton. Uh, on the Friday, I went down to Lehigh Valley and we were an afterthought. They're full. We were a kind of a new startup operation. They were interested. I got 15 minute chat with a guy at the, in their uh, chamber. And all he did was tell me about he had a weekend conference coming up in New Orleans, <laughs> which sounded great. I mean, he almost had me sold. But, yeah. but in the end, in the end, you know, we didn't go with that one. And so I canceled my, my, my appointment to the hotel that weekend, came up and, and I spent the weekend in Wilkesbury, yeah. uh, showed the areas, you showed me around as well. And that got me in. And then despite that, even then where I spoke to different investment groups and they said, what about New Jersey? What about Detroit? What about Southern California? And I looked at them and even then I kept on trying to convince them to come back here. And some of them, I said, no, I'm not starting a factory in Long Island, which is a crazy place to look at putting a factory but I got a group who was serious about it. Uh, and in the end, I was able to, it was actually the, the whole Wilkesbury plan that had been put in place because by that time, you'd also got uh, Peter involved. So we had a Peter loan, we had uh, good access to SBA funding. Ben Franklin was, was coming on board as well. So that enabled it to be very easy for me to find significant investment. Um, and you were the one of the reasons why both we came here and the investors invested in the project as well. Yeah. And it's, I mean, to say it's taken off is an understatement. Uh, we're so excited. I, I talked about earlier before you got here today. Um, love seeing sugar notch on the bottom of a bag. It's and there. Sing, it's on the Wahlburgers bag. It's on the Wahlburgers bag. And, yeah. that, and it's a perfect segue to talk about, you know, what was, you know, some viewed as just this idea of, of, okay, here's this guy coming, we don't know much about them to where you are today. Talk about some of the production lines you've got going on, who you're working with, 
Uh, well, our production line, we, we use the world's most advanced paper bag production lines. Our bag's very different to a standard paper bag. It uses less paper. We can do a, a much wider range of bags on there, uh, and it's faster as well. Um, it's, it's slightly easier to use. It's mm -hmm. not easy to use, but it's easier to use than a normal bag machine. Uh, they're quite big. Each one's 25 meters long, so it's, what, 30, uh, 90 feet, something like that, uh, in length. They're quite big. They're heavy. Um, they're very difficult to install. Um, we've got that. We'll also have the um, most advanced flexographic printing press in North America when it gets installed. The installation process for that will start in December, and that's a five-and-a-half-week installation process. So we've got arguably the world's most advanced paper bag plant in Sugar Notch, mm -hmm. uh, which we're very proud of. Um, yeah, so the first customer on board, originally we were looking at getting a small couple of small customers, customers on board at the beginning to test the product, and if anything went wrong, it wasn't a huge risk. Mm -hmm. The first customer we got through the door was William Sonoma, <laughs> uh, a very large retail group, so with their West Elm brand, and they put in a multi-million bag order, so that the pressure was on to, to fulfill that. Fortunately, uh, we haven't let them down. Uh, no late deliveries, no quality control complaints, nothing. It's been good. The contract got extended, and now they're in negotiations for a two-year contract with an option for a third year at the end of it. So, uh, yeah. So we, we've got a few. And we, since then, we've also nailed down a, a range of other clients, like, like Wahlburgers, which is the one that everybody gravitates to. When they, they're one of our smallest, but as soon as somebody comes in the reception, they go, ah, Wahlburgers. Yeah. Everybody, everybody likes it. Everybody loves Wahlburgers. And I, I think, I just go back to our first meeting and think about, okay, well, I'm interested to hear someone talk about manufacturing paper bags. This is going to be a great discussion. Really? Because <laughs> not a lot of people think that. Oh, I'm totally being sarcastic. Yeah. And, That's but no, well like- done. The, the one of the first things you remember you telling me of like now forever you're going to be looking at a bottom of a bag to see where it's made and to this day I still do that of like wow man it's made overseas and what about ninety percent of the production is well was mostly uh, at overseas the time, I, I would say it's it's around about fifty percent of the the U S market is made overseas in our style of bag mm -hmm. um, and it's it's an interesting time to be in the industry because although it's not part of the business plan it's a bonus that. There's going to be there's a lot of plastic bag bans in place. There's yes. more coming online, uh, and there's a really big push to get more things made in the USA. So as well as tariffs going on, foreign-made bags, well, Chinese-made bags, um, the 25% uh, extra costs involved in importing them now. All of this has really meant it's a great time to start the business. Especially if there was a sustainability officer from MIT solve in the room too. If that only would be there was even yeah. better. I can't I can't imagine what would happen. The possibilities. So no, so I, I think um you know, so much, you know, it's not just your the ability to customize, it's it's yeah. the the way it could package, it can ship. There's so much that you could offer in terms of So from a shipping product. point of view, it's something that nobody really sees, but our bag our bag packs with 50% uh, more improvement in space. So if you imagine a, a plastic bag, it, it, it packs really well. They're really small, they're thin, they'll pack very well. Uh, if you move over to a traditional paper bag, you can get parts of that bag of 14 layers of paper thick, and you're shipping a lot of air in mm -hmm. that case. So we can roughly double the amount of bags you can put on a truck. And if you're saying a, a, our competitors put, say, 150,000 bags in a truck, and we can put 300,000. If, for example, you're H&M and you're buying 
75 million bags for the US market alone, 775 million bags globally uh, is what they use. So we can save a huge number of trucks yeah. involved in that. Yeah. I'm not going to do the math right now. That's a lot of math. Yeah. yeah I've already got one no-slip beer yeah. inside <laughs> me, so that's enough for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we're, you know, you've become um, such a good friend of the organization. We, we've been um, through thick and thin, I think, for the last couple of years. It's been, it's been great. I'm so happy to see you successful now and, and have uh, Ryan up here with you. And give us a quick update before we sign off. What, what's next? What's, what's on the agenda? You're just finishing uh, another cap raise. What, what's next for the organization? Uh, we've got uh, our second production line is on the water coming over to us now. Uh, that will be installed in, it looks like it's mid-January when it's going to get finished off the install. Uh, the, the printing press is about to get shipped. Um, these are, are very big machines. They take a long time to manufacture and to ship over and install. So that's a, a big part of our proce process. When that comes in, we take our printing in-house so we can do both printing and bag making. So we do the whole process in-house um, at a very high level. We control the quality and the cost involved in that, which is massive. Um, we've got um, a couple of very, very big customers that we're dealing with just now, national chains that everybody will know. I'm not going to say the name just now. However, we've got one of them visiting. They've got a 30,000 bag trial just now of a very unique bag that really only we can make. It's a sealable bag for home food delivery or takeout. So you can't interfere with the food. Mm -hmm. And there was a great um, study done showing that um, 27, 29% of, uh, of food delivery drivers actually eat the food or interfere in okay. some way with the food. All right then. Yeah. And we're done. And, and Thank that's, you. That's the people who admit to it. <laughs> admit to it. I was yeah, going to exactly. say, that's a, the first thought in my head of like, yeah, 29% is yeah. probably double that. So having a sealable tamper evident bag is massive. So Yes. Uh, yeah. So potentially if even one of these uh, customers pan out, which they both look very, very keen, and they want to get uh, the first in the market movement on our kind of bag too. But if one of these comes in, that in theory sells out our production for the whole of next year. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, the hard work, dedication, energy you've put in, it's been nonstop from the beginning. Um, and I think now it's paying off. And we're excited that you're a part of not only the Connect family, but a part uh, Hanover Industrial Park, uh, located in one of the flex spaces over there with, with, with Miracle. It's been a great space, allowing you to add these production lines and grow within the space. So we're excited that you've come back to join us for the, the Connect conference. You already did one panel. Um, and I'd even buy you a pizza or provide you a laptop charger, like I had to do for said. Um, just one North Slope, and that's it. And we get you to do a presentation. Now you got to do some pitch tonight. That's it. Yeah. Um, you know what? I would like to say before I finish, though, is we couldn't have done any of it without the Connect system. With Brent Franklin put us in touch with Miracle, everybody, it would have been impossible for us to do it. I don't think I we didn't get anywhere near this level of support with any other region that we looked at. I don't think we could have genuinely done it if it hadn't been for this, the whole setup you've got here. Well, we appreciate that. We appreciate you took a leap of faith. And again, love to see Sugar Notch printed on the bottom of a bag. It's something special. So we look forward to seeing you tonight. You'll be live on stage, um, hosted by Ben Franklin and Times Leader at the pitch. Fortunately, I did the Venture Idol one, and it's my colleague Ryan who's going to do it tonight. I'm oh, so you could have another North Slope. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm oh, okay. I'm just here for well, the entertainment, it. though. I'm fine. All right. Well, Ian, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Always good to catch up with you. Fantastic. Me thanks. too. Thanks.